This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, another federal holiday is all but assured, but will it be enacted this year or next? House Republicans want to know why certain political appointees in the White House got an ethics pass. Meanwhile, some crucial cyber nominees get past the first step to being confirmed. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Congress made Juneteenth a new federal holiday. The House passed the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act with a 415 to 14 vote. The Senate passed the bill unanimously earlier this week. It now heads to President Biden's desk for his signature. June 19th commemorates the end of slavery in Texas back in 1865. It's unclear, though, whether federal employees will get a day off this year or next. Juneteenth falls on a Saturday this year. Federal employees usually get Fridays off if the holiday falls on a Saturday. Be sure to check back with Federal News Network for updates. Top House Republicans want to know why the administration granted ethics waivers to two political appointees at the Office of Personnel Management and Office of Management and Budget. Alethea Prideau is OPM's Congressional and Legislative Affairs Director. She previously worked for the American Federation of Government Employees. Celeste Drake is the new Made in America director at OMB. She was a policy specialist for the American Federation of Labor and Congress of Industrial Organizations. Republicans say these appointees will have too much interaction with their former union employers. An ongoing drama between the Social Security Administration and the union of its administrative law judges enters a new act. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has details. The agency gives in to a federal arbitrator's order. It agrees to start over with new negotiations for a new labor contract with the judges. The union calls the move a monumental victory. President Melissa McIntosh promises the union will bargain in good faith. One sticking point was what the judges call union-busting decisions by the Trump-era impasses panel, decisions which SSA can no longer enforce. I'm Tom Temin. The Veterans Affairs Department defends the largest proposed budget request ever for the agency. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Biden administration is asking for $270 billion for VA next year. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says that's mostly due to pent-up demand from veterans during the pandemic. Appointments at VA were up nearly 80 percent between March and May of this year, compared to the same period in 2020. The demand for community care is growing, too. McDonough says high demand is also driving VA staffing requests. The department recorded 32,000 vacancies earlier this year. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Space Force is undertaking a handful of pilots to ensure it becomes the nation's first digital service. Service officials say the military branch is using artificial intelligence to work through resumes quickly. The Space Force is holding its service members to a higher standard. The Space Force is also holding its service members to a higher standard of cyber literacy and creating digital environments where government and industry can collaborate. The Space Force also hopes to advance its future technology by having lower-level officers develop responsible artificial intelligence. The goal is to have O3 officers eventually train algorithms instead of second lieutenants. Strategic advisor Reb Butler says each airman in the Space Force has access to courses on things like artificial intelligence, machine learning, and digital product management. Over 30% of the force has already completed the initial coursework. 
The Pentagon is also finalizing a proposal for establishing a space-focused branch of the National Guard. General John Raymond, Chief of Space Operations, says the report is complete, but awaiting a final review from the Office of the Secretary of Defense. The Congressional Budget Office estimates creating a Space National Guard consisting of 1,500 personnel would cost about $100 million annually. NASA launches a new effort to review agency programs and see what barriers exist for historically underrepresented communities. This new initiative, called Mission Equity, will rely on public feedback to see how agency resources can help promote equity and environmental justice. NASA issued a request for information with a deadline of July 12th. The agency would like to receive comments about diversity in the STEM community, gaps to accessing NASA grants, and outreach with marginalized communities. Just in time for the upcoming deadline to modernize agency networks, NIST is releasing new security guidance. Federal News Network's Jason Miller reports. It's been 11 years since the National Institute of Standards and Technology last updated its security guidance for Internet Protocol Version 6, or IPv6. But with OMB's 2025 deadline to move 80% of all IP-based devices looming, NIST is publishing new guidance, developing test beds, and a new best practices guide to help agencies successfully move to the new network protocol. NIST Doug Montgomery says a lot has changed since 2009, and the security guide refresh will help agencies ask the right questions and map to the risk management framework. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Three key federal leaders are one step closer to sitting behind their desks at their respective agencies. The Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee approved the... The Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee approved by voice vote the nominations of Robin Carnahan to be the administrator of the General Services Administration, Chris Inglis to be the National Cyber Director at the White House, and Jen Easterly to be the Director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency at DHS. The final step is for the full Senate to vote on these nominations. And the Transportation Security Administration is updating a cybersecurity directive for pipeline operators in the wake of the Colonial Pipeline hack. Details from Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. After the ransomware attack in May, TSA issued a requirement for pipelines to report cyber incidents to the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Now, TSA is working on a follow-up directive with more detailed measures to reduce the likelihood and impact of similar cyber attacks. TSA pipeline security inspectors also recently completed cybersecurity training at Idaho National Lab. The agency is facing pressure to improve its cybersecurity oversight following the colonial hack. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.